Hello and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the podcast and I've got Ross and Paul with me. Hi guys. Hello. Uh, so first we thought we would give a bit of an update on church life and from the Easter weekend. How was your weekend? I, I had a brilliant weekend. Fantastic actually. Um, I wouldn't have thought so coming up to it, you know, not being together with the Lord's people, but I got up early and shouted he is risen to a to a, a son coming up and then and then just great great service in the morning I, I was mesmerized at how well clover did i just thought it was brilliant and it was great sitting with my wife holding her hand as we as we worship the lord together that was just great yeah yeah we had, i thought we had a very good weekend too and it was uh, exceeded every expectation both the friday and both services on the sunday and we too were up at the back of the house we didn't go out but by sunrise at 6:20 we saw the sunrise and thank the lord for a wonderful morning and a wonderful day so it was a, it was a great weekend very encouraging yeah paul you were doing something um in birmingham or not in Birmingham, as the case may be. Well, indeed, indeed. Um, some of my friends in, in Brum um, had just planted a new church um, on Junction 1 of the uh, M42. So it's called Junction 1 Church. It's in their own community, quite a small community there. Uh, but they, they started the church before the lockdown and so were meeting in a village hall. Um, and had managed to, to get contact with a lot of people in their community, including lots of people who are unchurched and... Um, just interested and so they asked me to give their Easter message I did it via zoom which was a, an interesting experience so we recorded on Friday and then they put it out on um, on Sunday and they told me that they'd had oh um, about 40 50 people most of whom were unknown to them uh, listening to the Easter message and listening to the gospel which is which is what we were um, what we were sharing so that was that was great. Um, the other thing that really encouraged me was that we had contact with a girl who we knew years ago in Chippenham. And uh, she'd, she'd come to church for a while, but then had fallen away. Um, but she'd picked up on, on some of the, um, the Sunday services and she'd got in touch to say, you know, in the current situation, I felt really I, I need to come back to God and need to, to seek after him again. And this is, this is oh, 25 years since that happened. Since, since we last saw her. So just amazing what God is doing in places that we don't know and, and in his sovereignty, spreading his word in ways that we're not even aware of. Just, just wonderful. That's very encouraging, isn't it? It's amazing, really. And uh, we thought we were being locked down and almost locked out, but I think the reverse is rather happening. I mean, the same thing applies to what Attila is seeing in a very much uh, poorer community because most or many people have acquired a mobile phone somehow or other we won't inquire how a lot of them are listening to him on facebook every sunday as well and uh, uh he senses he senses a real attentiveness and a real interest in kingdom matters at the moment which i think is yeah probably it's all over the lockdown world actually isn't it this is a greater interest and greater attentiveness to god's word if you look at if you look at the if you look at the, the the Bible, you know Paul talks about being in prison, and he's often in prison. But he said, "But but God's word is not bound. God's mm -hmm. word is not imprisoned." And you hear these guys in in you know in the days of persecution in in the Soviet Union, uh, often testifying, "Yes, we're in prison, but the Holy Spirit's not imprisoned." So yeah. it's, it's just yeah. encouraging, isn't it? Tremendous. 
Mm, yeah, I think it was a, a really special weekend. Um, but the weekend's gone now and, and we've got an exciting week ahead. What, what's going on this week? Well, for me, I spent last week on a bit of this is seeing uh, is the, the food bank, Genesis Food Bank, which a week ago or just about a week ago thought they would have to close because of restrictions and also because there were no supplies of food. But since then, two of our very big supermarkets have seemed to have stepped up amazingly. And uh, I was in church, down at church this morning and the hall and most of the foyer has got crates and crates and crates and crates of food in there. Oh, and they took 500 litres of milk from Framptons this morning as well. So some people are being amazingly generous, and now they're packing and distributing, and British cash engineers are going to distribute as well, voluntarily. So that just is another, you know, wonderful thing, really. Um, and so that's all settling down now. Uh, for me, in terms of excitement this week, I suppose, what have we got? Home group tomorrow evening and an elders meeting on Thursday are the things I'm, I'm looking at now as well. Uh, other than also just trying to keep up with all that's going on in the church in general, which seems to be continuing to grow, which is really encouraging. Adam was sharing with us on Monday that um, this week's a big week for the international work, as well as their cafe and Bible study, which have gone online onto Zoom. They're planning to do their weekend away uh, albeit in a slightly changed format mm. um, <laughs> on, to, on yeah. Zoom this weekend. So um, that's, a, I guess, a big opportunity for them. Um, some people perhaps even joining them for that weekend from all over the world. Um, so another opportunity there, something we that's can be praying amazing, for. Isn't it? Yeah. Good. I think also another thing that's encouraged me is just hearing about how... Um, so many, I think, not everybody perhaps yet, but so many people are able to access what's going on in church uh, by going online, really. I think uh, most home groups are meeting, and it's not just the young who are participating. I, I know that uh, in our groups we have uh, some older citizens, but they're accessing every week, and I think most home groups are meeting every week. And I think uh, age is no barrier to, to those joining in and participating which is really encouraging too because I tend to think of technology as being a young person's thing but once you put your head around it uh, anybody of any age can participate in home group as well as students in their international work so uh, that's another great encouragement and and i guess as well there's all of the youth groups um going online uh, week by week all the teenage ones, both Friday or well, both Friday and Sunday teenage ones are doing that. And of course, Sunday school we've seen, haven't we, and stuff for them. And um, we hear that Lighthouse may be starting to, what is it, word broadcast shortly, I think. But I'm not, yeah. not, I haven't heard that officially. I think that's what we've heard, which is great. Yeah. Perhaps all we need now is Coffee Plus to do it. But uh, I mean, you may want to cut that bit out, Tom. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> This morning um, we met as a, a staff team and Paul, you shared um, really helpfully from John 10. Do you want to share that more widely now? Yeah, why not? Um, I, I, I think I've said when I've been preaching that, that uh, I take my exercise very early in the morning. So I, I get up about five and have my quiet time till six and then go for a walk after that. And, and I can kind of mix some sort of exercise, but also some prayer. And it's just amazing this time of the, that time of the morning, and particularly this time of year. 
and especially since it's so quiet, um, nature is coming out of the shadows. So this morning, um, up towards the university, walking around the back ways there, I, I saw a deer. And uh, if you walk down by the fields, there are just full of, of sheep and lambs and, and um, uh, life coming into its own, as it were. In my quiet times at the moment, I'm going through John's Gospel. And um, this morning I was reading from uh, John chapter 10 and the Good Shepherd. So thinking of the, you know, the sheep frolicking in the fields, it's a picture of, of um, uh, peace and life and uh, security. And that's the picture that Jesus uses to describe his relationship with us. Let me read from John 10 and verse 9. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. In the translation I was reading this morning, it said that you might have life and you might have it abundantly. It's a wonderful word, isn't it? Abundant mm -hmm. life. Life as it ought to be. Life in, in every true dimension. Fullness of life. Now, when people talk about abundance, they usually think in terms of health and wealth and prosperity, you know, the kind of things you see in the glossy magazines, the, the, thing, the ad, things that are adv advertised in the, in the um, uh, Times magazine on a, on a Saturday. You know, you can buy a pair of shoes for a, for a grand or, or a coat for, for £2,000, something like that. And that's what we associate with it. But actually, abundance in the Bible to do with life is all, all to do with our relationship with God. In fact, the Bible always defines life in those terms. Adam and Eve experienced abundant life because they walked with God in the cool of the day. Death means separation from God. So the abundance of life that Jesus offers is the abundance of knowing him, of knowing God, of knowing the reason for which we were created, of walking with God, of having fellowship with God. And sometimes that can be in the midst of trial and trouble and heartache. We have abundant life. What's interesting is that in the next verse, Jesus says this, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. We get that abundant life because he gave up his perfect life. Jesus lived a perfect life. He, he died in our place. He laid down his life. He stood in the way so that the, uh, the wolf could not come anywhere near the, the sheep. He rescued his sheep, but he rescued his sheep he brought them into the abundance of life through the sacrifice of his own perfect life. All that we experience comes through the perfect life of Christ. So in the kind of afterglow of, of, of Easter, as we think about the life that Jesus um, has entered into and the life that he's preparing for us in heaven and the life that we experience now as we walk with the risen Christ, we must never forget that that's on the basis of his sacrifice for us, his death for us. Uh, I, I'm going to say a prayer now, but actually I'm going to read a prayer. Um, I, I use a little prayer book called The Valley of Vision. It's a series of prayers from uh, the Puritans. And uh, there's one which talks about God's love for us at Calvary. Um, what, what Jesus did in order to bring that abundant life into our, into our experience. So let me read some words from this prayer, and then I'll just close with some words of my own. Father, we thank you that Christ was all anguish, that I might be all joy. He was cast off, that I might be brought in. 
he was trodden down as an enemy that I might be welcomed as a friend. He surrendered to hell's worst that I might attain heaven's best. He was stripped that I might be clothed. He was wounded that I might be healed. He was thirsty that I might drink. He was tormented that I might be comforted. He was made a shame that I might inherit glory. He entered into darkness that I might have eternal light. My Saviour wept all tears that my, my, mine might be wiped away. He groaned that I might have endless song. He endured all pain that I may have unfading joy. He bore a thorny crown that I might have a golden diadem. He bowed his head that I might uplift mine. He experienced reproach that I might receive welcome. He closed his eyes in death that I might gaze on unclouded brightness. He expired that I might live forever. Father, we thank you for the gift of Jesus to be our saviour. We thank you that he is our good shepherd, that he brings us into fullness and abundance of life. But we thank you that that was at the cost of his own life, his own perfect life. Our abundance is through his sacrifice. Father, help us even in these days when things around us are testing, where our circumstances are not easy. Help us in these days to rejoice in the fullness of life that we have and know in the Lord Jesus. We ask it in his name. Amen. 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 Thanks for joining us, Ross and Paul. You're very welcome. Nice yeah. to be here again. Yeah, good to be here.